making like the conscious like decision to like I'm gonna be confident and this is the way I'm gonna live my life and make it like a non-negotiable so like not negotiating with myself that myself oh but it's okay that I'm like that and that I feel like that and that I need others to make me feel happy like I made it a non-negotiable in my head that like I'm gonna be that like super confident person that doesn't need anybody else's approval to like be herself and once you make it non-negotiable it's like you're gonna do anything you can to get there Welcome everyone to Lapis Lisa podcast. Our mission at Lapis Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those listening in can get the strength, the courage, and the hope to be their better selves. Today, we have a very insightful guest. She is the one who decided not to wait till the timing is right, but to take action. And take action she did. She has built a community, a loyal community of over 80,000 people. Her pieces of content that she has created went viral and helped so many people embrace self-love, embrace confidence tips, and become their better selves. She also has and hosts private community monthly meetings and is even diving deeper into helping people on a daily basis. Meva, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. That was such a nice introduction. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so grateful to have like the chance to like share what I've learned and like just impact other people and like help them live a better life and feel better about themselves. I think it's just like something that like I feel so grateful to be able to do that. I think you are contributing to so many people's lives and I myself when I was just researching you, I was shocked. I was shocked because you provided so many insights that were just like so much deeper than I ever thought about them myself. So it was incredible. Thank you. Yeah, I tried to give like as much insight as I can because I can remember like when I was looking for insights like on Instagram about stuff, it was so like surface level. I was like, but how, how can I do this? So I thought like I would like share it for others so that they have like this step-by-step so you don't feel lost. Yeah. So let's dive deeper into that. How did your journey start? Yeah. So <coughs> of building this beautiful so, community. Um, like my Instagram journey or like my personal, like personal development journey. Were they interconnected? Let's start with your personal development okay. journey. So personal development that started like maybe three years ago. So I was like really done. And basically i was like in a like toxic household so like when i got out it's like it started like at that moment because like you know there was a lot of like negativity in my life and a lot of like toxicity and like all of that so i had to like it's and it didn't happen like overnight like it didn't just like get out and uh life is like a rainbow and unicorn it's not like like, but it's like that moment that my environment changed is like when I started to actually like work on myself. And I think the way it started, it's really more like journaling. And that's why I share it so much. It's because that's like what helped me so much. And I think it's because when you journal, it's like you take the time to get off of like autopilot and actually reflect on like what's happening in your life the way you think about things, the way you see things. 
and that helps you like take a step back to like see how you can change it and become more aware of it and like one of the first thing i remember doing is because i was someone who's always thinking like things are happening against me and like this happened to me and like i'm feeling like this because of others and like the way i changed that mindset yeah <laughs> is like taking like my journal and just like writing like that situation like okay that happened but then after finding things i'm grateful for like well i'm grateful for that because i learned this lesson i'm grateful for that because now i'm like my character is like better and like it allows me to have the opportunity to like grow my confidence or like i find things that i'm grateful for so i become grateful for that situation and that's just going to help your mindset to see like things are not happening to you they're happening for you and for your growth and to help you become someone better so at that point when you start to see like everything as like a win because like you're gaining things from those experiences and you don't see them as like oh, i'm losing that like you're gonna move from a place of, like pain to a place of like more joy and happiness and yes sometimes it can still like hurt because you still have memories or you still have like there's still something so it can hurt and growth is like painful sometimes but in the end you're just gonna be like grateful and happy it happened so that's a bit how it started like with journaling and about three years ago and then i think it was really more on mindset at first and like really focusing on my habits and all that and my journey like confidence i think that's like a lifelong journey but when it got like actually serious i think was like a year and a half two years ago because um well basically obviously like having a toxic household is really like deteriorating for your confidence so i didn't have any confidence at all like i wouldn't talk with anyone i wouldn't say my opinions i would always like people please and also i would try like to shapeshift and become someone else so like that others would like me and all that and i think that's actually something that a lot of people do even like unconsciously you're gonna like start sometimes even my friends i hear them like say something and then they come back to me and they're like i actually didn't mean to say that i just did because i was like caught in the moment i wanted to like i want that other person to love me so i said like i like pretended i like this thing but i don't and i think that's like a lot of people are doing that but i was really someone that was like that and like also i would always seek validation so like i would try to like have others validation to make me feel okay and when i didn't have it i would like be so down and that also i think a lot of people like live through this but yeah so because i was feeling like that this like where i started my confidence journey like so this was my starting point and then after i think um just focusing on myself and making like the con conscious like decision to like i'm gonna be confident and this is the way i'm gonna live my life and make it like a non-negotiable so like not negotiating with myself telling myself oh but it's okay that i'm like that and that i feel like that and that i need others to make me feel happy like i made it a non-negotiable in my head that like i'm gonna be that like super confident person that doesn't need anybody else's approval to like be herself and once you make it non-negotiable it's like you're gonna do anything you can to get there it's like I read this book and there was this example and I think it fits like perfectly in what I'm saying is that when, for example, 
you need to pay your rent. You're going to do anything you can to get the money to pay your rent. You're going to find solutions to get it because your back is against the wall. But like, why don't you bring like that wall closer? Like instead say, I'm going to have like $2,000 left in my bank account and I'm going to pay my rent. So then your wall becomes closer. So you're going to do anything you can, but you're like bare minimum in life is going to go higher. So your like quality of life is going to go higher. And that's basically what I did for like confidence. And yeah, so that's like how my journey started. And then after my journey on Instagram, um, that started because I always knew I was never going to work for someone else. So at first I started like a, a little like business, like Etsy business. I don't think anybody who follows me actually knows about this, but, um, yeah, I started like a little like Etsy business and, um, I used to hate social media so much, like, because I found it so toxic and I used to literally like lock my phone somewhere. So I wouldn't go on social media cause I hated the vibe of it. But then I was like, I need to promote the business somewhere so that people will buy it. So that's like when, when I started my Instagram account. And then from there, I realized the Etsy thing wasn't my thing. It was so like complicated and time consuming and all of that, but I still didn't want to work for someone. So then I got into like influencing because I was like, oh, like a lot of people are doing that. I think I could do that. And I took a course, um, Christina Galbado's course. It's such an amazing course. And I learned a lot on on that thing. And then I started like being just influencer. I was doing like lifestyle, travel content, that kind of thing. But then there was COVID, so no more travel content. And then I switched up. <laughs> and then I switched up to like um, more like lifestyle content, but also like wellness. So I, that's like, I got more into wellness. And then at the same time, my like Instagram journey had like such a big impact on my confidence because it's like, you got to put yourself out there. You can't care like what other people are going to think about your content. You can't care. Like I was like in the middle of the street shooting and some people would just like stop by with their cards, like look at me taking pictures. Like you need to not care what other people think. And I think I'm actually so happy because I don't think that without Instagram, I would have that level of not caring what others think as I do because it really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and that again goes back to the non-negotiable because I had this non-negotiable in my head that I'm going to succeed so other people judging me for taking pictures was so such just like a little thing for me because in my mind it was so clear that I was gonna do it no matter what so I think like having this like non-negotiable about your goals and your dreams is like a really important step to make it clear in your mind that you're going to reach it no matter what. And yeah, so then like it pushed me to just get out of my comfort zone and grew my confidence even more. And then I think it's just like, like I said, it's like an endless journey. Like, like there's some things I still feel less confident doing that still feel uncomfortable but like I have enough kind of like tools to push myself to do it and like to like hype myself up and make myself feel confident enough to do it. But there's still things that I'm like really uncomfortable doing. Like right now, an example, because <clears throat> I really want to be like as authentic and give you all the examples that I have in my life. So 
Um, I sure Please go ahead. I, I'm just trying. You've been saying so many things that I had so many ideas and questions, and we will be diving deeper. But I just love what you're sharing. There's so much to unpack. But please go ahead. <laughs> so um, yeah. So basically, like I'm starting to like work with brands on like my influencer like journey, and for me i still feel really uncomfortable to like negotiate like prices and rates with brands because it's so it's something that i was never thought like being an influencer is not like a convention conventional job so like negotiating rates and prices with brands is still something that intimidates me and i have to feel really confident in the content i put out there which i am because i know how it helps people but yeah i have to be really confident in the content i put out there and being like confident enough to ask for a certain rate and that's still something that i feel uncomfortable doing and i journal on it i see like what are my limiting beliefs about that and like it it like it gets easier and gets more comfortable to do it but it's still like there's always things you're going to feel uncomfortable doing doing but like you have like to work on it and it's going to get better and that's pretty much like a whole wrap-up of the journey <laughs> Can we just have a round of applause for your journey? And, you know, I was just saying, I was just thinking when you mentioned that you started with the toxic environment and it pushed you to actually start journaling, to go deeper, to understand all of these things that you were feeling. And, you know, I remember I was listening to Joe Rogan and he said that, you know, all of his friends who have achieved great things in life have some messed up things that happened in life in their lives and they all became great people exactly because of those things because it pushed them it may made them better stronger and he said and then i look at my children and i don't want them to to have any of these difficulties i don't want them to have any of these challenges i don't want them to struggle but all the interesting successful people have those struggles so how do i help my children to actually be successful and make sure that i protect them from all the um mess out there in the world so i think that yeah yeah but i think like <laughs> like it really pushes you like when you're at like that level it just pushes you so much because you have so much like motivation to like move away from that environment that you want to become someone that's entirely different so you go to the opposite and that's what makes you like in the end successful in my opinion but I don't think that something bad needs to happen for you to be successful. I think it's just important that you choose to grow no matter what. But I feel like it's such a big motivation to grow when you have that environment to start with. But you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, maybe not necessarily the bad environment that you don't need. But I also think what's quite interesting, I find it when something is so bad it can push you to change but if yeah. something is just like a bit bad you like you don't really like it but you can like continue with your life with it you're yeah. not that as likely to take action if something is really bad it's really pushing you that's true and i think like it's because we kind of we kind of think the discomfort of like growing and moving away from a little like inconvenience is so much more work than just accepting and living with that little inconvenience. And that's why I think it's so important to make your goals like non-negotiable. And to, like I said, like bring the wall closer, like don't 
like your bare minimum from like your quality of life shouldn't be the actual bare minimum you should bring it high and like should make it like a non-negotiable and you won't go under that for like your quality of life and so you won't accept like little inconveniences yeah absolutely and I also wanted to start now pinpointing the things that you mentioned on your journey and to dive deeper into those topics. So about confidence and when you mentioned you started getting deeper into that and also making that your non-negotiable, I was wondering something that you mentioned on your posts and I really enjoyed was that their habits of confidence and that it's not something that it's not like really a personality trait because of course some people are more prone to being confident but also there you, you can practice confidence on a daily basis and that itself would make you more confident so how do you actually once you decided yes confidence is my this level of confidence is my non-negotiable what kind of things can you do on a daily basis to make it your habit okay so there i have things that i want to go back on about your question. So I think that there's a difference between someone who shows up confidently and like fake it till you make it and someone who's actually confident because you can show up as someone who is really confident, but when you're alone, you're, you don't actually have confidence. Like you do things confidently, but it's for others approval. And that sort of like confidence is like a fake facade. And like inside, you're still gonna feel like you need others' approval. You're still gonna try to people please. You're still like not always gonna feel super worthy and you're gonna try to like put on things like that are not yourself to like please others, but you're gonna show up confidently. And there's a difference between that and someone who's actually like really confident. And that it's like, you won't see it when you look at someone, but the person like, you're gonna feel it like if it's you you're gonna feel if it's actual confidence like you really don't care what other thing what other people think and like you feel confident in your own body or it's just something you put out there but it's not like real and yeah i think confidence is more of like an end result so you're gonna do things you're gonna have habits you're gonna have a way to talk to yourself a mindset and the result of all those little actions is gonna be confidence. Because like I said that earlier, like on one of my posts, it's been a while, like we were all born confident. Like when we we're a baby, we we're all like confident. We, we were kids, we didn't care what other people thought, we like play around. But then we like grew up and like people told us things. We were like impacted by society and all that. And we thought we needed to be like in a certain way to fit in or we thought like some things about ourselves are not lovable, like, like because of society's like standards and that made us less confident. We just need to like get it back. And I think the way to do that is just like um, building habits of confidence. So um, if I like go deeper into like what I think helps so much to build confidence is really healing the relationship you have with yourself. So all the habits that go into becoming your own best friend are going to make you so much more confident because if you really really love yourself not in an arrogant way and not in an like obsessive way but if you like love yourself and accept yourself you're not going to really care what other people say about you or think of you because 
you're not like looking for their love like if someone loves you like amazing i'm happy you do but you already have that love for yourself so that's not like something you're gonna seek and that all like that alone is gonna help you so much like not change for others and not like do things for other people do it for yourself and then if you have like if you find yourself reliable you can rely on yourself and you can spend time alone and just have like that good relationship with, with yourself where you love who you are you find yourself funny you find yourself like interesting and all of that you're gonna build so much like self-worth because you're gonna know your value that what other people think about you that's just not gonna matter matter anymore at all because you're gonna like you're gonna feel so worthy that you're gonna be like but if you don't like me it's not even about me because i love myself and i know that i'm lovable so you're gonna just like like us you don't like me that's okay leave and uh you like me amazing i'm gonna spend time with people that like make me feel worthy and like acknowledge my worth and like value me and the other people you're not going to take it personal anymore because you already love yourself like you know your worth so i think that like anything that has to do with healing the relationship with yourself is so important to build confidence and my i'm going to give you like my top three for that and it's like spending time alone journaling especially like yes on your life but really on yourself and try to journal on like the things you don't like about yourself like if you have like a personality trait that like you always try to hide journal on it like can you change it can you like don't change it for others but like if you personally don't like i used to be really impulsive and like react like as soon as something happened i would like react and i didn't like that about myself not because of how others saw it, but because like personally it bothered me that I was acting like that. And now I'm more calm. Like I'm really, really more calm. I'm like not impulsive. And so yeah, I like journal on it. And yeah, try to find like what like what are your weaknesses and accept them. Like like that's just an example, because that's all I can come up with right now. But like if you're not good at painting accept that about yourself so if someone tells you oh you're not good at painting you're not going to be like all like you're not going to feel less than because they said that you mean like yeah i know i'm learning and that's okay like if you accept that you you can have weaknesses and things about yourself that you like less but you accept them you're gonna like you're gonna feel so much better so spending time alone journaling and getting out of your comfort zone yeah. I just wanted to add on that when you said you're not good at painting or something, the only thing that I would add to if anyone says that to me and I know and accept that already, I will just say, yeah, I'm not good at it yet. And that exactly. yet part is just so powerful. You've accepted yeah. it, you're working on it, and you just say, yeah, I'm not good at that yet. And then it makes yeah, everything it's, it's so much better. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, because like yet you're allowing your mind to say like, I'm going to get good at this. Yeah. And yeah, the last part is just getting uncomfortable, but like, like if you're uncomfortable talking to people in public, try, try to, and like, just see how it goes and try to like, see it more as a game in a sense that like that person might not even remember you. And you're literally maybe like a minute, which is like 
0.1% of someone's day. And we're all really focused on our own lives. If someone finds the time to spend hours and hours and now like talking about you and analyzing everything you do, it's definitely not because they don't like you. So like it's it's so much easier. Like when you, you get out of your comfort zone and you see it more like as like you love yourself and you just go out in the world and be yourself and accept that, it's just so much easier. So Yeah, it was an awesome breakdown of habits. Uh, confidence habits i really love it also for me personally i will i was always viewing confidence as two things first it's the relationship that i have with myself and that actually boiled down to me keeping the promises that i give myself and actually listening to myself and not doing something that i don't want to do just to just to anything and then my answer always was like i just love myself too much to push myself to do something that i don't want to do and now i'm not talking about like working out or pushing yourself physically i'm just talking about if you don't if you feel mentally tired and you don't feel like being social and seeing people just saying no and respecting yourself will bring up your confidence immensely yeah and i have something to say about that it's actually like that mindset switch of like of like seeing it like you said I love myself too much for 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 dealing with other people right now. And some people might find that like selfish and arrogant, but I think you have to have that self that level of like self-respect and self-love that like if somebody is draining to you, realize that first of all you're like an amazing person and you're giving people access to your life. And that's a privilege you give to others. So if somebody drains you, if somebody starts making you feeling, making you feel less than, or anything like that, like you're more than welcome to set boundaries with them. You're more than welcome to put yourself first. Like, like you're like you need to like change that mindset of like it's others before me or it's always me that's wrong. Like before asking yourself like, am I enough for this person? Start asking yourself. Is this person enough to be with me right now? Is this person, does this person have the capacity to like treat me correctly and to like be in my life? And it's okay if it's no and it's okay if it's yes, but like start switching it back to yourself of like you're really important and you have to start treating yourself like you want to be treated. So if you want to be like a priority to other people, make yourself a priority to yourself. If you want other people to love you, like make it a point to love yourself and show it in your actions as you said like keeping your promises to yourself and like saying no to people when it's draining you yeah and i also remember this phrase that you cannot have any relationship with anyone any deeper than you have the relationship with yourself and That's actually true. understanding understanding yourself and knowing what exactly how you feel and building that relationship also allows you to give so much more to others and in any case, if you feel like not doing something and then you push yourself to do that, in the end, you will give that person even so much less than you can. Even if you think, oh, I should deprioritize myself and prioritize someone else and give them my time and attention even when I don't want to, then in the end, you're doing worse, not only for yourself, but also to them. Because if you prioritize yourself out of self-love, you will be able to give others so much more. 
exactly that's so true and also um a lot of people feel like you know uh if i give like less attention to that person or i set boundaries with that person i prioritize myself they're not going to love me anymore but like it's so important to understand that if that's the case this person doesn't deserve to be in your life at all like you need to have people in your life who want the best for you and who love you not just because of what you give them but because they love you as a person they want like the best for you so if you're thinking of oh, but this person won't like me if i set boundaries and prioritize myself this person doesn't like deserve your time and attention and what you give them yeah i i absolutely agree with that the only thing that i just wanted to mention i think here it's super important to actually also communicated in the right way to the person because let's yes. have an assumption that the other person actually like loves and cares about us and we just like don't show up or start actually because we don't we just want our space without like communicating to the people in the way that they can understand why we act in a certain way so i think it's communication something that so many people struggle and it's quite hard to just communicate properly so that both people understand but yeah absolutely i, I do agree with what you just mentioned Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Con communication is so important and like so many misunderstanding and problems could be like not misunderstandings and problems if people communicated properly. I think it's really important and always like do it from a place of of love and not like attacking the other person is super important when you communicate. Yeah, I find it when I just mention instead of saying like, oh, you did that wrong, I would say it made me feel like this or it made me feel like that because whenever I just mention, you know, the act can be perceived differently by two other people, but your feelings are always valid. Like you feel a certain way and no one say, no, you cannot feel like this. No, I feel like this. This is valid. Yeah. And uh, if the person is loving. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, it's so good what you said, because if someone starts invalidating your feelings, like, that's a red flag. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be. <laughs> like, it's so, like, like, invalidating someone's feeling, it's, it can be, like, so harmful. So, like, saying it the way you did is, like, so, so much better, because you're not, like, blaming the other person. You're just saying, like, look, this is how it made me feel. And if the person understands it and makes effort towards it, like, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think it's, you'll always be surprised how many, how many people out there actually did not even mean that they had no idea that it made you feel um, frustrated or not valued, etc. Like they would actually be saying like, oh my God, I had no idea that you interpreted my actions in that way. And I'm so sorry. And how can I actually act in a different way to do that? And uh, yeah, if the person, as you mentioned, is saying like, no, you should not be feeling angry. I, <laughs> this is a red flag run. <laughs> you don't need to explain yourself. <laughs> and I also, something that I also really, really wanted to mention when you were saying, um, doing uncomfortable things. So something that just I personally have always been doing is, so I have very bad eyesight, like let's say minus 2.5 and I never, yeah. I never wear glasses or contact lenses when I'm like doing anything, like not even on the street. And I never had any problems in like recording myself in public or, or you know, doing like public speaking, like very, very confident I can do it. And then I realized because I don't see people's faces, so I don't feel the judgment. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> but then, because now the funny thing is that I have so many like successful um, examples for myself that have built up my confidence. So now, even if I do wear contact lenses, I don't feel already judged because I know, oh, I have already done so many public speakings. I know I can do this and I don't feel judged, but I think. Yeah, exactly. But I thought it just so funny because so many times we just see some people's expressions and we can interpret it in the way that makes us feel judged. And then if we yeah. just remove that, it's so funny how you be completely in a crowded place and do something ridiculous and not feel judged at all. Yeah. And I think like you bring on like such an interesting point, like we all like assume things, but we shouldn't assume like, like sometimes somebody like is going to look at us a certain way. We're going to assume they're judging us, but it could be so many things. Maybe he was looking past you. Maybe he was just like something he was talking with his friend and at the same time he was looking at you his friend said something and he made his face but you assume he's judging you and maybe it's positive maybe the person's judging you like it's the person might be looking at you like oh that's inspiring i like that like it's not always negative but we assume things so like quickly and yeah. like we shouldn't assume things yeah and i also feel like all of the assumptions, the way we perceive the world is coming from what we, we, we see the world as we are, right? So if we have a certain insecurity and then we will almost feel that everyone judges us based on that insecurity that we already have or looks at that. And actually it has absolutely nothing to do with other people and so much more with the work that you need to do inside of you. Uh, yeah, it really is. Like I always say the way you perceive life is like the way like your mindset is. So if you have like a good mindset, you're going to perceive it like more positively. And it's the same thing with like how you perceive yourself is the way you're going to see others perceiving you. Yeah. And can we please, please dive deeper into topic that I also, I'm on a personal quest of discovering because I feel like when people are very insecure, they will they're way less likely to achieve their full potential and to actually go for their dreams to, you know, to create that uh, movie, to create that Instagram account or to apply for that job. And the insecurity stops so much of the great potential into turning into the actual. And that pains me. I don't want to see someone who can achieve so much and just not achieve that because of the insecurity. So I am asking, everyone so what do you think is the root cause of insecurity and why so many girls are so insecure these days that's a really good question um i think like social standards and that the fact that like social media makes it so much easier to like have access to like maybe edit edited content but also like the top two percent of population like I swear there's some like girls that are really, really beautiful. And then you're going to look at them. You're not going to be like, oh, she doesn't look like me. So then you're going to feel less than. And I think it's also this mentality that it's really like competitive. Like I remember before I would see like everyone else as competition. And that also comes from a place of insecurity. But like since it's like very competitive, you're like, oh, but if I don't look like this person, then I'm less than, and then you create insecurities. 
and then it can be because of like society standards but also like maybe you've been bullied about something or told like something wasn't okay with you or whatever or you saw someone else getting bullied because they have a certain feature and then you have it too and then you're like oh but that means me too so i think it comes from that type of environment um i think i think that's that's like would be like the root of it yeah because like i don't think we're like born with insecurities like as a kid i don't think you look at yourself and you're like i'm insecure about that it really comes from like your experience and what you see like others and like really comparison with other people and yeah, yeah i think first of all like on a physical level it's so like relative like it's so objective to every person like who's pretty and like all of that and like i want to share that because that's actually a very like true like real life example um i was playing this but not playing this game but because we were talking about how like what like the pretty features and like how everybody likes people that are different and so me and my group of friends were like, okay, what's your like top three girls and top three guys in the whole like school that you find like the prettiest? We all had different answers. All wow. of us were five. None of the three guys or three girls were like the same. And that just like proves how much like on a physical level, everybody likes somebody that's different. And even if you take like the top three like models they have some features that are like quite similar but they don't look the same at all so there's just you can't have any comparison nobody's the same amount of like you that you are like you have different features than everyone like you have a different personality and it's like the whole that's gonna make you like pretty and everything and you just have that the first step like we talked about is like loving yourself but you can't compare yourself you don't have the same story you don't have the same like personality you don't have the same physique like there's you're so different you're just like it's like comparing like a piece of paper to like a ruler like you just you can't like it's not the same thing yeah and i also really like what jay shetty is saying when he mentioned that there's three cancers of the soul comparing criticizing and complaining and because we were talking about comparing and it's such, I, I also feel like it's so interesting because whenever you spot yourself co co comparing, you're almost like automatically becoming less confident. And, yes. and I, I can say it's also like on my personal example, whenever I, when I feel my most confident self is when I focus on myself and i find i look for good things in others literally walking on the street yeah. and just thinking oh what would i compliment that person on and then when you walk on the street you just like feel so confident because you feel like everyone else is doing the same thing they look at you and, and ask like oh what could we compliment her on and you just feel so confident where is he? <laughs> sorry what did you say i said that's such a good way like to like go about it yeah, because imagine, then you completely switch the narrative, right? Instead of 
when you walk on the street and you can, or like well, if you don't walk on the street, you just like, go on social media and you just like, oh, um, my hair is better than hers. And then like, oh no, the other girl's hair is better than mine. You start comparing, then you feel so insecure. It's like, oh my God, I don't know. I love her dress or like, I love her sunglasses. Oh my God, she has the, mo the such pretty eyes. And you're like, you feel so confident yourself by giving compliments to others. And I'm not sure exactly why or how it works, but then you just feel your most confident self because you looked for beauty and saw it in yourself. Yeah, that, that's so amazing. Like, honestly, I've never done that myself, but definitely will do that because that's such a nice thing to do. Because like when you start like comparing, like you said, it's like uh, you're, you're making yourself a watered down version of who you are because like you become less of yourself. And I think to be your most confident self, you need to be as much as yourself as you can. It's like as authentic as you can. And when you start to like become less authentic to try to be someone else because you're jealous or because you feel like this person is more than you, it comes from insecurity. So you're just going to be less of who you are. And like, that's just like, you're going to feel so like trapped. You can't be like as confident because you're not yourself. And I think like to add on what you said about finding beauty in others, I think it, it's because like you don't judge them from a place of insecurity. You're like, you're actually like seeing them as they are. You find beauty in them. So you found, find like beauty in yourself and you don't highlight your own insecurities. Because when you're like, yeah. oh, but my hair is so much better than hers. It comes from a place that like, maybe you're insecure about your hair. So you feel the need to put yourself above. So it comes from a place of insecurity. So that's just going to grow even more. Yeah, because you feed that, right? Because yeah. you try to find places where you're better when you feel insecure and you feed your insecurity. Whereas if you find just complimenting from the pure heart, you actually find you become so much more confident. I just actually also wanted to share another story just from my real life as well. I remember I was on Instagram and I saw the girl from my school and she looked so beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, I just like, and I felt this insecurity. I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel as beautiful as her. And she like made this such a beautiful video. She looked so confident, so beautiful. And I sent her a message and I said, oh my God, you look so beautiful. And she replied, oh my God, I find you so beautiful and you look so confident and you inspire me so much. I, I didn't even feel this confident when I was recording the video. And I just thought, how crazy is that, that I just looked at, it, at her and she it made me feel not confident, whereas she was looking at me and she felt not confident. I was like, oh my God, what are we doing? We're both just beautiful people. Let's move on. Yeah, honestly, and like, it like like when we talked about before it's really like how you like see it and how you assume things and like everybody has their own insecurities and at the end of the by being yourself you allow others to become more of themselves too and be more confident too so yeah i think yeah that's a really good like of how like you might see someone as like intimidating but like you yourself like you have a lot to offer people and just like if you put your insecurities aside and focus on the beauty there is in yourself and in everyone, you're just going to grow that even more. Yeah, um, I just love talking to you so much. I feel like I found my spiritual soulmate or someone, you know, that finally I can connect on such a deeper level because I have a certain thought and you just like 
take it level deeper and then I take it even deeper and I feel like we can go down this rabbit hole and I just love it. <laughs> I love it so much. We do like, I say something and then you have like real life example and then you say something and I have a real life example. It's really like, I feel like we're connected. You have like the same, uh, the same like thoughts on like the same opinions on things. And also it sparks, when you share something, it just sparks so many ideas. I was like, oh my God, I will forget all of them by the time you finish your story, but I, I'm loving it, how enthusiastic and how, um, yeah, my, it just sparks my ideation. I love it so much. And I really, really also wanted to touch upon the topic of fear of failure, because that's yeah. another culprit. I feel like so many people just don't take action because they fear to fail and you took action. You didn't wait for the time to be right. So why the hell you were not scared? <laughs> okay. So my take on this is that fear of failure is like an illusion because there's no failure. Like failure is just, it's impossible. Let me explain to you why failure is impossible. Because if you look at like a lot of successful people, the amount of time they tried and it didn't work and they just tried again and then at the end it ended up working for them and it, they ended up like doing something amazing there's like tons of examples of those people there's like Walt Disney he's a really good example failure like, failure he had like so much like a rough start let's say it didn't work at first but now like everybody knows who he is and like he created something amazing and he's not the only example. And so that's why I think like failure is just an illusion. Like, like I said, like if you make it non-negotiable to get to where you want to go, even if something doesn't work, you're going to like learn from it, try again. And you're going to try until you get there. You like, if you really put your mind to it, I don't think it's possible for you to fail because you're going to find the solutions to do it. And you can't tell me, that like no i'm not gonna find the solutions because there's people who like came to like a new country and had like ten dollars that are now millionaires because they made it a non-negotiable that they were going to succeed so i think that if you see if you stop seeing like failure as failure and you start seeing it as like more of like learning part of the process of success and like you start seeing it more as a journey because I feel like you have to have this mindset of it's not like point A, point B. Like you have to see the journey. And when you see it, it's just so much easier to like allow yourself to try new things. Because you're like, oh, I'm going to try this. If it doesn't work, the worst that's going to happen is I'm going to learn. And with what I'm going to learn, I'm going to try again. And then I'm going to get there. And um, if like a lot of people also like don't start because fear of judgment so that part is like start like first of all you're never going to be like fully ready and there's always going to be judgment like there's things that are always going to be there like until you do it it's not going to be completely clear until you do it you're going to have some kind of fear that it might not work until you do it you might feel like it's really overwhelming so just make it a point to start and make yourself like a timeline every year i do that for myself to achieve my goals i make a timeline of like 12 months and every like and i write my goals like if i have i put myself maybe a few like big big goals 
and I break them down. And every month, I'm like, at the end of this month, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to be. So these points become non-negotiables. So you're you're gonna have to do it. At some point, you're gonna have to do it. Make it a promise to yourself. Make it a non-negotiable. And like when it becomes so clear for you that this is what you want, like I said, all the minor things like fear of judgment or like all those things become less important to you and your goal starts to take like the bigger part of like the picture and i think if you really feel like paralyzed by fear start working on your self-confidence to become confident in yourself and having that is like even if you fail you're you're gonna feel like less bad about other people judging you because you're gonna be like i'm doing this for myself and like you're the only one living your life make it something amazing and yeah and i was gonna say something else i forgot um what, when yeah, you, okay, well, so I was, well, you remembered i was just saying it can, yeah. if i can ask a quick question in between yeah, go ahead. i actually really wanted to know because when you mentioned that you write down your on the month to month basis you would write down your goals and make them non-negotiable do you write down something that's completely controlled by you or do you write down something that's also depending on external circumstances? For example, like um, I will create four videos or something like that is completely reliant on you. Uh, that's the goal for the month. But for example, it will reach one million views is reliant also on external circumstances that you can influence, but you don't directly control. So when you write down your goals, would you write down a mix or more towards what you can control and not so much on the external factors okay so basically i write my goals goals is always things i can control because i don't want to get caught up into things i can't control and start to feel like overwhelmed or like i don't want to have my achievement like feel less than what they are because of things I can't control. So I focus really on my goals on what I can control, but I do write like manifestation manifestation cards or like not all the time, like not every month, but I have some like that I write once in a while to like clarify my vision. And just like there I write everything, like how I see my life. Um, the last one I did was in May and it was for like the end of August. And basically, I just write, like, all the things as clearly as I can see them. Like, how will my life be at the end of August? What are my habits? Like, what's a day in my life, morning till night, as detailed as I can? And, like, I don't focus on how I'm going to get there. I just, like, write when I get there, how it looks like. And I write it, like, as if, like, I'm living it right now. And that's just going to help you. And I read it like every day and that helps you like find ideas of how I'm going to get there. And you read it and you're going to know how to get there. Like if you say at the end of August, I'm going to have like, I'm going to say something fake so that it doesn't like, I'm going to have like 20,000 followers. Well, you're going to like, when you're going to read this, you're going to know yourself like, okay, this is my goal, but how can I achieve it? Like every single day, you're going to be reminded of your goals and you're just going to act in a way that's going to help you achieve it. So I write those things maybe for like 
it like I read it for a period of like four to six months, like my manifesto. And then my goals is always like things I can't control. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I just wanted to say that I attended Tony Robbins Breakthrough 22 event and he had uh, Dean Graziosi there who mentioned that the human mind needs to know two out of three things. It needs to know what, so your goal, and it needs to know why, but it doesn't need to know how. The how you'll figure out. You just need to know what and why you want that. <laughs> and then somehow yeah, once you have that input, the how works out. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Like that's why that goes back also to fear of failure. Often like we don't start because we're so like, okay, but I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know how I'm... but if you can really see clearly where you're going and you have like a strong reason behind it, like the why is really so you don't give up. Like you have to be reminded why you're doing this. It has to like really drive you. And then you have to have a clear vision. Once you have that clear vision and you have a strong why, the how will come to you. Like you're gonna try things, like just start. It can be like something crazy. It can like in your head, it can be like, this is not gonna work. Of course, it's not the good mindset to have, but like if at the beginning you're like, I don't know, this it might not work. Just try it regardless. Cause maybe this is not gonna work, but this is gonna give you the idea that's gonna work and you never know. So you really don't need to know the how you like, you, the clarity will come as you go. Like this yeah. is something new you're trying. Like you've never done this before. You've never been there before. You're trying to reach a level of life that maybe you're the only one in your family who's ever reached that level of life. So it's completely new. You can't expect to know how to get there, but you'll figure it out. 100%, 100%. And before I ask my last question, where can people connect with you, reach out to you? Um, basically, but my Instagram is like, I don't have TikTok, so Instagram is really the place to reach me. And there I have my email. So if it's like more coaching-ish questions, email is better, brands, stuff, email. And if not, just DMs on Instagram. I try to answer to them like as much as I can. But yeah, this is the best place to reach me. And soon I'm going to have my website with like more resources there and more things to help. Beautiful. And my last question would be, this is a tricky one. So what would be your biggest future regret? So let's say you're 80 years old, you're looking back in your li life and you think, oh, I wish I did it, but I didn't do it. So already now at this point of your life, you already know that you have not done it yet, but you know that you really should do it. And when you'll be old, you'll regret not doing it. Um, wow, this is a good question. Wait, I need to think about this. Um... There's many things, but I think I'm going to give you like one like personal and one like career wise. So on a personal level, if I haven't like, if I'm not going, like I love traveling so much and I love to experience things. So I'm, I want to be like 80 and look back and I've traveled to every places that I wanted to. And I said yes to like all 
the opportunities that like like i don't want to let fear stop me from like discovering new places and living new experiences because i know that i have like especially for like like the unknown because like safety is like one of my biggest values so like when it's like unknown uncertain i have a lot of fear regarding like that but i still try to like go as, out as much as possible even this summer on my stories if you like on my instagram if you can see like i try to go out with my friend go biking and we just go to wherever without a plan just to practice myself of like this is uncertain i don't know where i'm going but i'm just having fun and going with the flow and i want to like when i'm 80 i want to be able to look back and like just like i've discovered and experienced the things that i wanted to like regarding like events concerts traveling like experiencing like new places and like living life and like romanticize it as much as i can and not get caught up in like all the seriousness i think this is really important and career wise honestly i i don't think like because i feel like there's no way i'm not doing it but if i like stop my instagram and go in a conventional job I, I don't think that's gonna work like i think i would not even be like 80 i would get to 25 and be like what am i doing with my life this is not right oh i love it i think the career goals you already became non-negotiable about the traveling you yeah. it's still not the non-negotiable so like oh i know i would regret regret if i don't do that <laughs> but that's such a good question honestly like i to the person listening to the podcast you should all like ask yourself that question and actually reflect on that and make it a plan to actually do it so you, you won't regret it. Beautiful. Maeva, thank you so much for coming onto the show. I had the best time talking to you and it is the first time we talked and I felt so, so connected. So guys, if you have not checked out her Instagram yet, go there, subscribe to it. It has so much content, it will change your life. Thank you, honestly, I love this podcast episode so much and like i feel like there's a lot of value in that like conversation for other people to like dig from and i love talking like chatting with you i think you're a really great host like you made me feel comfortable and yeah i hope we'll talk a little more after <laughs>